Hello, and welcome to An Ode to Lesbianism. My name's Maya. My name's Lucy. And we have two guests on our show today. I'll let them introduce themselves. Whoever Hi. wants to go first. Uh, I'm going first because I just got pointed at. Um, I'm Leah. I'm a second year engineering student and I'm uh, gay. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> and... Uh, hi, I'm Charlotte. I'm a first year psychology student and I am also a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Yay. Um, we'll start just by acknowledging country. So we would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land we are meeting on, the Ngunnawal and Nambri people. We pay respects to elders past, present and emerging and also acknowledge that the name Waroni was taken from the people of the Wadi Wadi Nation without permission and we are striving to do better for future reconciliation. So if anyone wants to add anything to the acknowledgement of country, all good. Um, okay, so let's get straight into it. I have Leah and, and Charlotte on the podcast. I'm so happy to have you both on here. Um, this is our second interview for an ode to lesbianism. So just bear with us. We're, we're doing our best, any listeners. <laughs> um, so I think, yeah, if you would like to introduce yourself a little further, I would love to see... Um, anything you're passionate about, anything that you think defines you. It doesn't have to be related to your sexuality, but just something fun about yourself. Basically, I'm like a uni tutor right now, and I'm like, <laughs> this is the icebreaker. <laughs> so anything, anything. You can go first. On this one. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. Um, hi. Uh, yeah, my name's Charlotte, mm-hmm. as I said. Uh, something that is interesting about me um hmm so I'm doing psychology Mm -hmm. and I'm very uh passionate about my own and others mental health yeah wow um so it's been really awesome um to be studying that uh something else that I'm not currently doing but I miss desperately and really want to get back into is pole dancing (gasps) Um, okay. <laughs> I did dancing throughout like my entire life, but um, then when I finished school, I didn't really have anywhere to do it, mm. and I um, started pole dancing, and wow. that was like a, an incredible experience for like my sexuality yeah, and yeah. my confidence and yeah. uh, everything like that. That's amazing. Also, I really like your tattoo, by the way. Thank you. Is it's that a, a pomegranate? It's a pomegranate. It I got it um, <clears throat> on a trip to Greece with my partner. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's so iconic. Yeah. <laughs> That's so nice. And also the pole dancing. That's amazing. Yeah. Like I, I, I feel like we talk about um, <clears throat> pole dancing because there's like classes near here yeah but like I've never actually spoken to anyone that actually regularly does it so that's really cool um and what about you Leah anything amazingly exciting (laughs) (laughs) not really I um I play guitar a lot that's probably like my primary hobby well it's because it's really easy to explain to people they're like do you have any hobbies I'm like oh I play an instrument (laughs) it's like whoa oh it's really cool we played at BNO this year for Griffin oh super cool so fun um, and I look back on it, I'm like, we could have done so much better. But like, <laughs> I think that's like every time you do some big performance. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I feel like I have no no free time these days. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's fine. You know, week eight vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah. My partner does pole dancing as well. And she got like did like. That is yeah. so freaking cool. Right. I know. It's I, I heard you say it. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> 
And she did it like for like six weeks, and she was like, "This was the coolest thing ever." Yeah, yeah. And then she like got super busy and had to stop doing it. Um, and and she talks yeah. all the time. She's like, "I really want to start pole dancing again." No, I'm I like, see so many um, TikToks of people doing pole dancing. I'm like, oh my god, like I could definitely do that, but like I don't know if I could. You know, right. I'm like, am I just romanticizing this? Like, am I just looking at this and thinking like I could do that? I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's I should go to crash. Such a workout. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. it's it's like, oh yeah, I can do that, but like it would take a lot of practice. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's so much core in it. Um, so okay, cool. so you both are actually very interesting, even though you said that you didn't have anything to talk about in yourselves. Um, but I would really love to get into the first question <clears throat> and, like, uh, unpack this as you wish. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of a really loaded one. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So what does lesbianism mean to the both of you? Uh, why do you choose to identify as a lesbian specifically? So in that decentering of men. So, like I said, loaded question. Um, yeah, answer it as you see fit. <laughs> do you have an answer going? Or like... I do. do oh, yeah, no. Then go. Um, Mine's like fermenting. Um, right, okay. So I think I've kind of an interesting take on this considering um, my partner is non-binary. So um, uh, being a lesbian and dating someone who is not a woman um, is very interesting. And so to me, it's non-men, which seems to be the kind of changing, growing um, Mm -hmm. definition of lesbianism. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, growing up before I realized I was a lesbian, I just just couldn't imagine a future for myself with a man. And I just thought that that just meant that I was just going to be alone forever. (laughs) Um, And... um, and uh, being with uh, my partner and being with women is just a whole other ball game. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I just think it's just just getting away from men yeah. is really freeing and wonderful. <laughs> and um, it's uh, what I want for my life. So that's that's for what sure. lesbianism means yeah, to me. Yeah, that's a really nice answer. Yeah, for real. I've, I feel like I'm in the same boat. Like, yeah. I think, like, I... Because I only really started identifying as a lesbian like maybe like three or four months ago. Because wow. before that I was like, yeah, I'm bisexual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think like I had these like moments where I was like, oh, my God, like all the people in my life are women. Like <laughs> the people that I like come to when I'm upset, the people I really like to hang out with, the mm-hmm. people I like go clubbing with, the people I like spend evenings with, like they're all women. The people that I like kind of seek out in support. And this mm-hmm. is like even in my friendship groups and among partners and like like so much of my support network is women and I'm like, oh, I really like this kind of decentering of men. And yeah. I think like <clears throat> even though it's kind of like a a bit of a posturing, I guess, just yeah. like me identifying as a lesbian feels very like liberating from that. I'm yeah. just like, yeah, I don't sentiment in yeah. my life. You know? It just feels very like Yeah. Free, I guess. No, definitely. I agree with both of you. And I think I really relate to that like empowerment. Um I also only started identifying as a lesbian this year and, and I tend to use the word a lot when like I, I like I talk about it quite a bit. I think sometimes people get a little bit annoyed because they're like, why is that like the one thing about your personality? And I'm like, but it is such a big thing because for so long I felt that I had to be bisexual or use the term queer for myself because I just was like, what if there's just that possibility that a man's going to walk into my life? And also like being with my partner, like questioning your sexuality when you're in a relationship is so hard too because you're like 
I have to try and envision something beyond them and like how does that work um but yeah Luce did you want to speak to any of that Um, as well I feel like we had a guest last week Carla who talked about like using the word like the term gay when Mm -hmm. they were first coming out and like I did that a lot like I felt like the word lesbian had like especially from like kids at my school were like Mm. so bad at using that in a terrible way so I like had to like reclaim um the term lesbian to like come into it but like since coming to uni like it's a lot more like open and progressive here so Mm. I like really love the term lesbian but for a while I was like yeah I'm gay like it just felt more like comfortable (laughs) to sit in that area so yeah 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 really interesting that's how I introduced myself right I was like I'm gay because it feels so much less threatening than saying lesbian even though like in my mind exactly the same thing yeah I don't know it just like feels less confrontational which is probably a bad thing but no that's true we've also spoken about how I'm not sure if you saw when Jojo Siwa when she was like um she doesn't like it because we we had an episode on uh lesbian tiktok drama which i'm not sure if you're both on tiktok but like it was a really really it's still a massive thing Mm -hmm. um and jojo siwa we've said uh actually said she doesn't like to identify as a lesbian and she got a lot of backlash and even when she uh, talked about the backlash she said um oh i just don't really like it you know i I don't think it's dirty but i don't like how it sounds Mm. and I know she's only 19, correct? But I think, like, I'm 20. Like, it's not that big of a difference, you know? And I think, like, she should really question that why. You know, why doesn't she like the way it sounds? But you obviously want to speak on that as well. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, it's not normal for you to feel so, like, put off by a word. And, like, there is definitely a reason behind that. And and it's, it's no... It's no question what that reason is. There's lots of people struggle with it. But especially since she has a platform, like that can be like so damaging. And I know that she's in, you know, she's on a journey (laughs) as we all are. But but maybe just like just keep it, do it, do it internally instead of to everyone and don't project um, those thoughts, you know, because I, I, I. Like being able to call myself a, a lesbian, I think that it's a wonderful word and it makes mm-hmm. me so so happy to yeah. say you know and I think like everyone has had that moment where like journeying like if you identify as like non-man loving non-man like you've had that moment where you're like am I a lesbian actually I don't like that word and like all of us you know mm-hmm. so it's not like it's a problem for her to feel that way it's just like yeah uh, saying that on TikTok mm-hmm. when there already has been quite a lot of like hate towards lesbians on that platform I was just like oh my god Jojo please <laughs> I was like, please, Jojo, please do not say this, like, <laughs> right now in this time. <laughs> like, we really just don't need it. Like, battle that outside of the TikTok space. Um, but, yeah. Okay, I think we'll move to the next question because I'm really – like, do you want to ask it, loose? No, you go. <laughs> I can't get close enough to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, please, please, please. Okay, okay. It's the um... – oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the male gaze – how does that interact with your identity? The male gaze. <laughs> the, anyway. um, the male gaze is weird. I think I, I feel it a bit differently because, like, like, I don't know. I feel like everyone's gazing at me, which feels weird. And maybe that's just because, like, I don't know. I get anxious when I go outside and I'm like, oh, I feel like people are looking at me. But the male gaze is weird as well. It's because, like, 
when women look at me, I kind of have a vibe of what they're thinking because I can kind of relate. I'm like, why are you looking at me? And I'd be like, oh, right, I'm wearing like makeup or like my hair's done (laughs) or like this is like not what I usually wear or something like that. Um, Whereas when men look at me, I'm like, why are you looking at me? Like, this is weird. Like, and I can't like get in the headspace because I'm uh, I'm always worried it's something like weird. I'm like, are you looking at like my chest? Like, is this weird? Like, I don't know. I feel like part of it's just like the culture of like intimidation as well. Like, I don't know, something uncomfortable about like being looked at in the knowledge that there is a culture where like looking at someone or like even less literal interpretations of gays, um, like where that culture exists and just even having anything to do with it it just can be uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I um, relate to that too because like when I'm walking down the street, if a man even like looks me sort of in the eyes or like, at my chest or something like that I'm always like why do you think that you're allowed to do that like I always get really I'm like why you know I'm always questioning whether like when I smile at a woman or something I'm like oh that's so sweet like we just sort of don't know each other but like we just had a little moment you know um yeah yeah, it is that feeling of like why must they do that and and there's kind of a different vibe as well I know there's like the male gaze it's kind of broad but like I'm holding hands with my girlfriend walking through coals and there's a difference between like like some like teenage some teenage boy right who mm-hmm. like looks at me and is like haha nice yeah. <laughs> like good, good on you um and i can like i can get the intention there yeah. and it's like oh this is cool um or like other women or even like visibly non-binary yeah, people exactly um and like like that's fine and then there's like this other gaze which is just men mm-hmm. looking because mm-hmm. they can look and it's mm-hmm. really weird like there's no communication there it's just like that they own the space and it feels really uncomfortable yeah absolutely um, yeah it's like it's such a weird distinction yeah yeah we also like when we walk around holding hands like sometimes people will pass us like if you are presenting or non-binary and they like give that smile that's like yeah. and we call it like yeah. the smile of solidarity yeah. but like <laughs> Nice. You know, they're kind of like, we support you from a distance. Or even like, if it's like a mum with her kids or something like that, I'm like, yes, I'm like, I'm, I'm glad you recognise this. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best. Um, I was in the grips of uh, compulsive heterosexuality <laughs> and the male gaze for a very long time. I was good at it. I was used to it. Mm-hmm. I really, really played into it. Yeah. Um and god it was just terrible um being with my partner now and uh there used to be so many things that I was insecure about because of the male gaze um and now I'm realizing that the male gaze wants you to be like a a tiny hairless child you know (laughs) like like there used to be all these like parts of myself that I was insecure about Mm -hmm. and now like my partner loves them and that makes me feel so good. And, and I'm realizing that I didn't used to see myself as like a person, you know, like I'm able to look at myself now and, and just see like my body and like the things that make up me. Um, Whereas before it was, it was just like this, just, yeah, desperately trying to like fit this mold and um, trying to, you know, be be a hairless, <laughs> tiny person that like yeah. takes up no space and is um, very um, 
small and quiet, um, which I think sucks. <laughs> um, but yeah. Well, I think like for me, <clears throat> for me, existing as like a plus size woman, I have like never fit that mold. So like I've always had to come like face to face with like, if anyone knows the TikTok sound, that's like, it's me, it's me. It's probably not me. Mm-hmm. Like that was always me in high school where I was like, everyone's looking at not me, you know, like I was like, I'm the funny friend. Like, so I've never like tried to fit that mold, but like still like I have like things where I'm like, oh, I look pretty today. And I'm like, to who though? Like, mm. I don't know if I look pretty to myself or like if I look pretty. To me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't count. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like just that idea of like being feminine. Cause when I first came out, I was like really masculine, like a really masculine lesbian. Now I try to be like feminine and just like dress how I want to dress but I'm still like exploring what femininity means without the male gaze like trying to do it mm. separately yeah mm. I don't know. yeah it can be hard because sometimes I feel like the way that I want to dress I'm like oh I know that like like I'm, I'm not wearing a bra and like men are gonna going to see that and I just wish that they wouldn't and mm. I wish that it would just be in a cool gay way yeah. and, <laughs> and not in a my tits are out way yeah <laughs> definitely um I mean, this is how I feel about, like, body hair. Yeah. Like, because, like, like, actually, no one ever sees my legs on my armpits. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 I don't walk down the street and people see them. Like, and possibly that's kind of deliberate because, like, I, yeah, can never be bothered. But, um, <laughs> like, also part of that's, like, that actually, like, when people, like, appreciate me, like, they really like me, yeah. like, partners, I'm like, oh, my God. Whoa. Yeah. This is, like, like, I don't need to appeal to anything, like, it's like I can just be myself. Like yeah. it's my body. I can do what I want. Mm. And if I th- if they think it looks pretty, then it kind of implants in you a little bit. True. And when that gaze isn't like built up from like patriarchy, right? Yeah. When that gaze is from someone who like genuinely cares for you and knows you, you know, like it suddenly becomes so much easier to like embody what you actually want, you mm. know, as hard, mm. as hard as it is to f- figure that out, you know. No, that's so true. I think you worded that really well because um, I was also in the grips of the male gaze before I came out um, in high school. Well, I came out after high school, but when I was in high school, I was, like, obsessed with straightening my hair. I was, like, putting so much makeup on every day. Like, Lucy sometimes looks at old photos of me and she's like, what? She's like, that was you? And I was like, oh, God, yeah. I thought that that was, like – and I think it's true. Like, I didn't see myself as a human. I saw myself as something that needed to look appealing in a certain way for, like – the boys in my year and I I never really I always thought I was being myself then but I think now like uh, having a partner I wake up in the morning and it's not even that I dress for them or anything I just feel like I am able to dress for myself and I am able to just like be who I am and it doesn't it doesn't matter necessarily how I look sometimes I get it a little bit when I come on campus I'm like oh shit I'm like I don't know if I dressed appropriately or like do I look okay like I kind of didn't wash my hair like whatever (laughs) um but yeah it is definitely a lot more freeing um not being in the clasp of having that like it's like having a little man inside your head that's like Mm. (laughs) you know what you should dress like this today I know, right? Yeah. I remember having a pool day in year 11, and I, I got so They're disgusted with the hair on my toes that I was like, I have to go home and shave all this off. Like, and I look back on that, I'm like, dude, <laughs> chill out. 
I was like, also shaving my toes in year 11 yeah. and 12. <laughs> Me four. Yeah. Yeah. Shaving your toes, shaving your, shaving your like snail trail. Oh, mm. I, I never um, did that, but I always wanted to. Mm. I was always like, should I? Um, it, it's horrible, it's crazy. isn't it? <laughs> it's so strange. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I remember seeing something, I don't know, I think it's a, I remember seeing it on TikTok, honestly, that's where I saw it. Um, and it was like, uh, I don't know if it was a female like researcher or anything, but she said how when you're alone and you're like, what was it? I don't remember telling you about it. It's like when you're alone, um, and you're like feeling like you're not alone, like there's someone else mm. in the room. That's the like male gaze. Yeah, by, yeah. By the male gaze, totally. <sighs> okay, I'm glad you guys remembered it because I was struggling there. <laughs> I've never, I've never heard of this, and that like it's all clicking together in my <laughs> yeah. brain. Like because I'm like I get out of the shower and I'm like, why do I feel like someone's watching me? Yes, this is so like weird. I'm, I want to put my like clothes a, on, you know? Yeah. Yep. Oh my god! That's... It, it changed my life. I remember actually talking to Lucy about first. I was like, "Do you ever sometimes feel like when you're alone that there's like a camera watching you, like Big Brother, like a reality?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. And she was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah." She's like, "I've never spoken to anybody about it though." And I was like, "I used to always feel it a lot. Not so much now, but like when I was younger, I would be like, oh, I need to wear like nice pajamas when I go to bed.'" <laughs> that's so real. <laughs> and feeling like, oh, like I wonder what. I don't, like like whatever position your body's in at the time being like I wonder what this would look like I yeah. wonder if someone would like this I think someone yes. would, would like this or just like just holding yourself in a certain way just yeah. all the time oh my god or I, even like my comfy clothes when I'm at home by myself I'm like is this kind of like a cute like fit effortlessly <laughs> like cute I'm like, like got my glasses feminine, on and I'm like, and I'm yeah. like is this what I look like in the movies like yeah, I'm not gonna be leaving the house today but like I need to re-put yeah. yes. my hair up four times exactly. to make sure it falls the right way. Yeah, <laughs> It's like feeling like when you read books about women that are ri- written by men. Mm. Like she comes home and she pours herself a glass of red mm. and like yeah. <laughs> slips on a nightgown. And yeah. <laughs> that's how it felt like I had to live my life. <laughs> I probably read too many YA novels though. That's <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, well, I actually think now would be a perfect time to play some music. Um, if you could keep talking while I find a song on Spotify. <laughs> what song are you going to go for? Uh, let me guess. Oh, what have I been playing? Uh, I think I'm... Hello, we are back. Um, if you eventually listen to this on Spotify, though, there will be no music. So it will just be us saying we're back, even <laughs> though it will continue. <laughs> Maybe we'll put an ad in. <laughs> Who's, who's sponsoring Hello Fresh us? will be <laughs> sponsoring us. Um, okay, so I would like to move on to the next question because uh, I think there's going to be a lot of different answers as we do all these interviews. Um, what would you say your experience has been like being a lesbian at ANU specifically? <laughs> if that has even come into play with your experience of like on campus, you know, because some people are like, I've never really cared about my lesbianism at ANU, so go ahead. Um, so I live um, on campus at BNG, mm. which is like the 